theme song. The Hello Kitty thing, like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up, Gitchy, Gitchy, Goo means that I love you. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point Podcast, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. We are back. Yes, it's been a rough month for the podcast boys, but we, we are here. We are here. We're queer. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> There's definitely one way to enter. I say uh, as a straight outlaw. <laughs> uh, anyway. I said we're here, and then I was like, fuck it, we're queer. <laughs> that was good. That was good, Brett. That made me laugh all bit. That was great. Um, oh. So really glad to be back. I am kind of at the tail end of the sickness um just kind of have that uh you know how whenever you're sick you can you can hock up a, a real good loogie yeah i'm at that i'm at the point where i can still do it but it gets caught <laughs> ew <laughs> i just picture you like above your toilet just like <laughs> like in like in those old country movies where they spit into a bucket exactly oh i did that outside and i like coughed because it, i wasn't ready for it to uh not come out easy and i was just like <laughs> 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 We're very. Uh, I'm so glad to be back, though. Me too. Me because too. it was, we took last week off because I was sick. We recorded the week before that, did Black Adam, which I think was good. Yeah. But then we were off the week before that, so it's just like <laughs> we're having a shaky bit, but we're back. Yeah. We're gonna stick with it this time. Amen. Hope until like the new year, and then um, we've got a lot of stuff planned, and we're very excited to kind of show that we're still working on it. We're not telling anything, but yeah, very very excited about that. But um, anything I guess too new with you? You're 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 getting a new car. I am getting a new car. I am currently car shopping. Um, I want a Kia Soul really badly. Yes, I keep telling them to get a Kia Forte. Yeah, but they're so low to the ground. I think I don't. We you, we were talking about that earlier. When I'm a higher to the ground, like when I drive a truck or something, I feel like I don't have that much control. That's fair. A truck, I'm not a huge fan of, but I just, I hate that you're, because I've been in your car. Mm -hmm. It is so low. And so is Alyssa's. It's great. I feel like I have more control the lower to the ground I am. I feel the opposite. I feel like I can just feel everything. Is a low rat. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? that, That's the George Lopez they remember. Oh, yeah. All my My friends friends. do the low rat. There it is. Did you watch that like in the middle of the night? You as mean a did kid? it wake me up in the middle yeah. of the night? Yes, great, all the time. We, there was somebody I was talking to that was like they changed the channel. They did. Yeah, was that you? No, great. There was somebody I forget who it was, but they would, I guess they would turn on the TV that was playing, and they just decided to watch something else. And I was like, that's blasphemous. <laughs> if I would you, watch it. I would just go to bed. <laughs> I watched it. Like that was maybe the hardest I would laugh as a kid was just it's the middle of the night and watching a show that I probably wasn't allowed to watch. Definitely we're not allowed to watch. it was so funny and and I can't replicate it. I, I bought the DVD like to season one a while ago and I just watched it in the middle of the day. Dead. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, it's, not as funny. He's actually on a new show with his daughter, like his real life daughter. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah, and they apparently. Always, they always do like another show that's yeah. not as successful. But, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's on NBC. I don't know. It might do well. Should we get into some real news? Yeah, let's actually talk about what we care about. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of news because we have to catch up on stuff. Um, big, big things are happening, though. Uh, I'm going to absolutely destroy 
the pronunciation of this. I'm not going to get That's it right, okay. so I That's apologize okay. in advance. But Yaya Abdul Mateen II uh, has been cast as Wonder Man. Uh, Wonder Man is going to be a t- Disney Plus TV show. Uh, and currently, I think the rumor is that Bob Odenkirk is to play a mystery role, but we have ideas of who okay. he'll play. And who's Bob Odenkirk? Saul from Better Call Saul. Okay. Okay. The Breaking Bad universe. Yes, yes, yes. He was also in that movie Nobody or Mr. Nobody. Oh, yeah, where he gets like punched in the face and the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is basically like John Wick. Okay. But I think, I think it basically is a carbon copy of John Wick, but it, it, it carries along because it's Bob Odenkirk and he's very nice. Yeah, so I've heard really great things about Better Call mm-hmm. Saul. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's better than Breaking Bad. I also have heard it's better than Breaking Bad. Which Not saying is, something, mm-hmm. because Breaking Bad was voted, like, best show of all time. So, what's your thoughts on this? I don't know much about it. Um, So, not a mini, but I mean, I'd, I'd check it out. Yeah. I think this is um cool. I don't, I don't know too much about this actor. I know he's in the newest Matrix movie, and mm-hmm. he is the newest uh, Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen uh, HBO show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't watched either of those, so I don't really know, but, um, I'm excited for this. Wonder Man's really cool. And it also kind of ties into the, what we talked about last episode with, uh, Vision Quest. Mm -hmm. Originally, Vision got his personality based off of Wonder Man. Okay. Uh, in the comics. So maybe now that we're kind of redoing Vision and his personality, maybe we'll base it off Wonder Man in this, or maybe we'll just tie in. I don't know. Something like that. AMC is kind of taking their own spin, so I guarantee mm-hmm. it'll, it might connect to it, but I don't think it'll be yeah, what they the original always change was. It, but yeah. they seem to be wanting to be more comic accurate, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then Bob Odenkirk, it's a mystery role, but I think what's going to happen is he's going to play a talent manager for Wonder Man. I think Wonder Man is an actor, okay. but he also has real superpowers and is a superhero. What's his real superpower? Um, I think it's energy manipulation. Okay. So he can kind of like do, like he's very strong, but he also has like these purple uh, energy things around his fist and stuff like yeah. that. Kind of iron fisty, but better. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say better. That makes sense. Uh, it was originally supposed to be casted as Nathan Fillion. Who's Nathan Fillion? Um, Firefly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But he aged out of it. Yeah. He he's... aged out of a lot of roles, actually. Yeah. He was supposed to also be Nathan Drake from In Uncharted. Mm-hmm. I remember the, that. But then he, he, uh, he aged out of that as well. But they didn't get him for uh, the brother. It's yeah, not Mark Wahlberg. The death, which, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we, um. we talked about that. Go check out that episode. Yeah. Uh, next bit of news is the Agatha Coven of Darkness gets a couple more actors. Yes, I'm very excited about this. Uh, Joe Locke and Aubrey Plaza. Now, I don't know anything about Joe Locke. I know he's from the Heartbreaker show. Heartstopper. Heartstopper, I'm sorry. You're good. Um, I love him. I loved him in it. Um, he's the lead and he mm-hmm. has a crush on a guy. Um, and it's, and I'm not gonna go in depth because that's basically the whole premise. Um, but it's really cute and it was really fun. And I think anyone should watch it if you're just looking for some good, wholesome type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also, uh, got the added, uh, Aubrey Plaza to the role. We don't know what these characters are. Mm -hmm. I guess not really a lot of knowledge in this show since it's, it seems pretty new. Yeah. Basically, Agatha was just so popular. They were like, okay. Which I am surprised by. I'm not that interested in an Agatha show. I am. I mean, I'm I'm gonna watch it, but it's just that's not a character that I was like, yes, I want a Disney Plus show from this. It's like I was kind of good with her just being in that um, 
prison world. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm open. I want to see what happens. Mm. Oh, Audrey Plaza was in Legion. Yeah. Mm, cool. She's also in Scott Pilgrim. Um, Parks and Rec. Yes. I think in- she... Ingrid Goes West. Yeah. I'm that just, looked wild. I'm just reading a bunch of the stuff that, because I looked her up. I, I don't know her from a lot of things. Monsters University, apparently. The Legend of Korra. Yes. She was Julie. Oh, yeah? Dope. I think so. I'm like 99% positive. I'm not positive at all. But um, sure, I, I'm going to check this out. And, you know, good people doing good things, hopefully. Yeah. So uh, next bit of news is Avatar Way of Water got a trailer. Uh, yes. Thoughts? Are you, are you excited about this? I'm intrigued. I, I, I heard James Cameron, I think you told me this, um, said that if it bombs, he'll just do the third one and call it a time. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I could be because I think what the idea is they filmed everything, but I guess they haven't edited everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if, if it's not successful, they're, they probably won't put more money into it. So I'm not ruling that being a possibility. I doubt that it won't be successful though. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. But I guess a lot of people have also brought up like after this long, who cares? Probably from what I've seen, a lot of people could be, I mean, it is a pre-existing property that people were very, were interested in. And the first one became the, is the biggest box office of all time and nobody even knew what that was then so yeah but it, people like original ideas and this is definitely original it looks interesting though we've get we get like these water people that are are water navi or something mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay these are interesting i'm interested in what this could be it seems like it's going to tell like a very nature forward i like fern gully i was literally <laughs> about to say i could do a fern gully sequel i, um, I like fern gully so sure yeah I'm, I'm intrigued and i think the first one was really fun and like I I don't like just casually watch it every time all the time, but I mean I I'm I've probably going to see the original it. once. I've seen it twice, mm. maybe, and it was it was. So it was you good. just had six hours to burn. <sighs> yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> Alyssa was like, "It's great. You're going to have to watch it," and I was like, "Do we have to rewatch that?" I was also going to watch the sequel. It's fine. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. Me too. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm open. And then I have to. I seem to, this seems to be a running theme of me admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah. You've been uh, wrong a lot recently. Uh, fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Sandman 2 uh, is confirmed, season yep. 2. I, sure. Dev- <laughs> Lucifer once is going for him, and then so is Desire and Despair. This is a very expensive show, though. I mean, that's fair. And, like, well, the fact that, like, one, it took this long for them to confirm season 2, and the fact that there was a lot of like up in the air if this was going to get renewed because it was like but it was still like the biggest show like everybody was watching it was the number one show on netflix whenever it came out and yet but it was still like we don't know if it'll be that's good enough to make a season two so i'm like this seems really risky i think neil gaiman was basically just like if you don't i think he wants it to be his type of narrative yeah i bet it was a lot of fighting netflix to get the type he wanted i'm surprised he's going with netflix so hard yeah if it was successful, it was successful. I'd go to Amazon Prime where Good Omens is already I successful. I mean, that's true, but I think Netflix was just people who picked up Sandman. I guess. I don't know. That's weird to me. But um, I'll watch it, I guess. I mean, we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still need to watch that new episode. Yeah, you do. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, it <laughs> looks interesting. It's not even like amazing. I, don't... I know Rory from Doctor Who's in it. Yeah, he is. He is in it. That's uh, It's always good to see him. Yeah, I love things. him. I was sad when he left Legends. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was sad when he left uh, Doctor Who. Oh, that's some new news. Should we talk about the Doctor Who news? What Doctor I, Who I news? I didn't even put this down. Um, we'll take a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. So there's a... The 60th anniversary is coming up. Mm-hmm. And the 13th Doctor just regenerated. Yes. Do you know who she... I know she changed into David Tennant. Yeah. But I don't know like where that went. So apparently that's what the 60th anniversary special is going to be. She regenerated into David Tennant again. David Tennant is the 14th Doctor. Okay. And uh, Don is coming back. Yeah, I knew that. And then I know he's going to go and he's going to turn into the guy from Sex Education. Yeah. So apparently that's what it's going to be. They're basically, they're just, they're, they're like, fuck 14. And just, <laughs> the, he's going to be the doctor for that one 60th anniversary, I guess, die again and have to regenerate into the sex education guy who is going to be the 15th doctor. Um, <sighs> why, why are they doing this? <laughs> well, David Tennant's seasons are usually the fan favorites. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, he was like, I'm not done. Whenever he died, he was like, I don't want to go. I have more to do. So maybe they're kind of just like I letting think that, that works flow. way better if he is done. <laughs> it makes it more sad. I mean, I guess. I don't know. So I, it's fine because I'm fine with it being the only for the 60th anniversary thing. He was there for the 50th, but I, for a second, I thought it was just he's the next doctor and we're going to, he's going to do like another season or something. Oh, I did I was not like, think that. Oh my God, why? We're really just, I was like, oh my God, we really are just retreading the past, aren't we? Um, but I mean, that's. That's crazy to me that they would go like, why don't we just have him regenerate? We waste a, a generation and we make him David Tennant again and bring back Kath- Catherine Tate, which I don't know how they're doing that. They're going to have to fix what happened to her. Yeah. Which a lot of people want. Yeah, because she deserves better. Yeah. But at the same time, I care more about a good story with consequences than everybody having a happy ending. I mean, that's fair. So I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know. That was pretty good. I, Kind of wish you didn't fuck with it. So that's true. We did just kind of leave Rose. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she kind of came back, but not really. I I mean, it's the doctor. It, the doctor will do whatever. But at the same time, I was also me personally would be like, I wouldn't ever want to turn back into David Tennant because he lost so many people. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he fell in love and then lost that love. And but then also that love replaced him with himself yeah so it's like oh shit she's happy and you get none of that and then you lost two more companions yeah i'm like i wouldn't ever want to revisit this well, face martha, <laughs> martha left him yeah that's fair but donna he that was, that was a hard i hit. wouldn't want to revisit that one that's fair but there's a lot of hard <sighs> feelings there that do, do, looks fine do you remember whenever yeah do you remember whenever um he was re- he, uh Matt Smith was about to regenerate and he was like show me someone uh I love and then it showed Rose and he was like it's too soon <laughs> and then it showed uh, I guess now it's not too soon now, and then it showed Donna and then like Martha he's like stop just, just show me anyone else Amy and it was Amy yeah I, I love that Amy's great um yeah that was very nice I like I I think Matt Smith's my favorite <sighs> don't bring him back ten it's mine he's currently filming the morbius sequel or whatever i fucking hope not <laughs> no he's not i'm just saying that um so yeah i don't i guess i don't care enough because honestly i've left doctor who like i love doctor who yeah and it, i think the like the original tenant run and matt smith run is very fun and i enjoy it and i even like a lot of the capaldi stuff too 
but I just I never kept up with it anymore after even it's really so Dario much. Capaldi. Yeah, it's a lot. It's not as good anymore. And they are bringing Russell T. Davis back. So I'll check out the new season and I'll check out the 60th anniversary. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think I've just checked are out. Are you just going to skip 13th? <sighs> I maybe I've, I tried a few episodes. and I just wasn't that interested in it. I couldn't get into Billy's season with Peter Capaldi. I like that season, actually. I, I, I did just, watch all of Capaldi. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because that's his last season is when she comes yeah, out. Yeah, I watched all of Capaldi. I, I don't know. Like, I think that's what it is. I watched all of Capaldi, but at the same time, I thought I skipped like half of it mm-hmm. because it was either forgettable or I just didn't care enough about it anymore. And so with Jodie Whittaker, nothing against Jodie Whittaker. If anything, it's more maybe the writing of it. Mm-hmm. Well, he, Russell T. Davies left. I, I know. Well, he left a long time ago. It was Stephen Moffat that left. Oh. Um, so it was a new person. I just don't think this new writer is doing things that are interesting to me. A lot of it's just redoing what they already done, just in a different font as well, from what I hear. Well, I, they have that whole quote for it. This, uh, same, same, what is it? What's the quote from the 50th? Same book, not, or same book, but never the same, same page. Same tool, different case? Yes. Something like that. Something like that. But, and, but I don't know. It's, I feel like they're also still just retreading the past stuff. I'm okay with getting Russell T. Davis back because it's like, he's good. He does good work. Getting David Tennant back is weird to me but if you're doing it as a one-off i guess sure i think for a special it's fine did you also hear that they're apparently not doing um they're retiring the bronze daleks really yeah they're just doing color ones i guess now like the bright color ones sure that's fine it doesn't matter no daleks are daleks Mm -hmm. i think that's the case like at this point i just go do whatever it doesn't matter anymore i i I can't believe you forget the capaldi seasons because like capaldi's second season I think it might be a part. I don't think there's like bad stuff in it. Like that one, that episode where he was in it for like a millennia or something. That's was, exactly what yeah, I was he thinking. He was like of. in this prison thing for a millennia and he like broke uh, an ice wall or something. Yeah. It, like that was really cool. I thought it was really good. There's good stuff in it. There's also boring stuff in it. That's fair. Like for that episode when he's on a tank and he's got a guitar and he's saying fuck the rules or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I would like to try the Jodie Whittaker stuff to give them a chance and kind of be like, look, I, I want you to, like, impress me and do new things and all that stuff. But I, I've watched, like, maybe five episodes and I've just been very bored. That's fair. I, I can't speak to it. I haven't really gotten there yet because, I, like I said, I kind of died out with Capaldi. Um, mm-hmm. But I would like to just because I really loved the show when I was younger. The only reason I really mm-hmm. stopped was because season eight was coming out. And I didn't have BBC. Yeah. So I just kind of was like, well, I guess I'm stuck. I'll probably just, I'll watch the 60th episode, uh, 60th anniversary. And I'll check out this new season with the new doctor. The new doctor looks cool. He looks like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I like him. Um, so sure. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. No, it's fair. I'm fine if, it, if we're just done. <laughs> eh, I don't know. We'll see if I come back to it, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those shows where you just check in with it every once in a mm-hmm. while now. Which sucks. Yeah. Because when I loved it, I, I loved, loved it. It. <laughs> Ugh. it was just, it was, it was up there with like, it was the super hulak. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, it, that's what it was. It was super hulak, but it was up with like Marvel. It was up with all the bigger fandoms. And now I'm just like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And the fandom's also not as strong now. Yeah. I think that's what I mean whenever, or I think that's what it means whenever people are just like, let's have it end shorter, but good than to have it 
die slowly. Yeah. That's a sad thing when it dies slowly. Yeah, but they set up for 12 new regenerations after Matt Smith. I was fine with that because at the time I was like, I don't want it to end. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I don't like how this new thing nah, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a short thing, but uh, The Last of Us will premiere on HBO Max on January the 15th. Do you know anything about this? It's not a game. It is a game. It's like can maybe considered the best game or best storytelling game. Okay. It's um as far as from what I've understand of it, it's Logan. Like the movie Logan? Yeah. Like, okay. That's the it's like this apocalyptic wo- world and there's this father figure and this little girl and they're traveling and then they get into these fights along the way. Okay. I don't know too much about it, but it's supposed to be very good i love logan mm-hmm. so i'll give this a try i'm very excited for it i'd like to play the game yeah so okay i might try that out yeah seems interesting uh this is a good one daniel kalula will be spider punk in the yeah. new spider-man I- across excited. the spider-verse i'm really excited absolutely uh, i love daniel kalula i loved mm. him in um nope and i loved him in get out um i loved him Getting Black turned Panther. on by Okoye in yeah, Black Panther. I was about to say, Okoye put him in his fucking place. Absolutely. Um, and he did return, but it's fine. Um, but <laughs> we yeah, got mention I, of him. Yeah, but I, I like him. I'm excited. I, I think it'll honestly, look great. Honestly, just a stellar cast in this new movie. Like, I, When is it coming out? Now it's like summer 2023, I think. <sighs> Can't wait. Very excited. Yeah. I think, I still think um, Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie. I still think, I think No Way Home beats it, but yeah, that's no. more just preference, I think. I think it is, yeah. Very excited. Uh, let's see. We're just kind of blowing through these. Lin-Manuel Miranda has been casted in the Percy Jackson TV show as... Hermes. <laughs> so everyone's shitting on my man here. Why? And because I think it's because he's been in a lot of things recently, but he's he's a good oh, actor. It's almost like he's a very prolific actor I know, it's and, almost and like writer he's just good and at songwriter. His- and just a prolific man in general. It's almost just like he does good shit all the time. Yeah. How crazy. I mean, he's only written like four Broadway hits. I and... think there was, I think the year that uh, the Hamilton went on Disney Plus, he was, he made, he was the highest paying actor. He beat out The Rock. Yeah. That's cool. Because he, he you know how much money you have to make to beat out The Rock? Probably too fucking much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but, so I, people were shitting on it and I say it's stupid because I really, I'm excited. I mm-hmm. like him. He he looks like him. I can't wait to see him with little wings at his feet. It's gonna be so stupid. He's gonna sing, right? I don't know. He doesn't sing in the books, but I would not be surprised if they didn't I, try and. It's kind of a mess with I, it. it. Probably is ridiculous to go like Lin Manuel Miranda's in a thing. He must sing, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to see him sing. No, that's fair. <laughs> He's very good at singing. He might. He doesn't really make a big entrance in the first book. You don't see him until I think the second or third. Mm. Um. So I think you. you see, what if they cast them, but it's for like season two? <laughs> well, there's there's one scene where all the gods are there, so that oh, so might he's be just there for a stand and just like a stand in, and then you actually he- meet him officially. What if they recast them for season two? That'd be so stupid. Uh, I doubt they will. But be, I know, but it'd be like the uh, the Ant Man Quantumanium thing with Cassie Lang. Yeah, that man, that in game girl, like she got fucked. I know. I don't even understand why. She was there for like five minutes and they went, actually, you're out. She, she seemed fine, too. Yeah. I don't know why they got uh, this girl. I, I mean, I, mean, nothing, I like this girl. Nothing but... wrong with her, but I'm just like, I don't know. She she got it. Why'd you cast her? Yeah, I just <laughs> give her the boot, man. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Um, sure, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, sad news. 
Kevin Conroy passes away at 66. Yeah. The voice of Batman. The Batman. The, just the Batman. He's been in multiple... He's been the voices of multiple different Batman. He is most famous for the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he got the start and where he became cemented as the, the Batman, the voice of Batman. Uh, but he's also the voice of Batman in the Arkham games, all of them. Uh, he did... He reprised his role for Batman the Killing Joke. Not a great movie, mm-hmm. but uh, still, like he's such a. It's he's got that Batman voice, and he was kind of the one that started that. Uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne have different voices, mm-hmm. so it was it was a small but really cool touch that whenever he would kind of it would take off the mask or put on a mask, I guess, for being Bruce, um, and just that charismatic, like you know. Hey, how are we doing? Let's, uh, oh yeah, let, we'll get drinks, talk over business and everything. It's just like, Alfred, uh, uh Gotham is under siege again. <laughs> you know, just, uh, just, it, I hate that he's gone. I saw that and I was crushed. No, I bet. Didn't he also do Batman Beyond or was that someone else? He, he was in Batman Beyond. Oh, he yeah. did, uh, he was Bruce, but, uh, we had, um, who's the guy from Boy Meets World? The older brother. Oh, Eric. Uh, Eric. He's, he's, uh, Terry McGinnis, the, oh. the the new Batman. Okay. So that's and that was he they they were good friends. That really sucks. Um I just hate it. I'm just I'm yeah, just sad. I... There's nothing like interesting or new to say. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that and I was like, oh Brad, this has to be killing you. Yeah, it does. Because you hype you you love him. You've hyped that. I was to supposed all of to I was he was supposed to be at Comic Con that I'm going to. Ah, oh, that is the worst. Yeah, that sucks. That just sucks. Yeah. I didn't buy anything to like go see him. I probably would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just it just always sucks when a legend dies. A real like legend dies. So and that's too young. Sixty six? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He died of um intestinal cancer. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Um, so lo- love to his family. Amen. Uh, uh, on to happier news. Very happier news, um, actually, because we, we got some Studio Ghibli news. Yes. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> Studio Ghibli is making a Star Wars film. A Star Wars short film. Oh, is it a short? <laughs> yeah, it's a short film. Oh, okay. Well, I'd, I'd like it to be a real film, <laughs> a full film, but you know, sure. But it's, um, it's Grogu from Mandalorian. We know it's Grogu. That's it. That's all we really know. Okay. Is that confirmed? I thought that was just like, I thought they just drew a Grogu. No, no. At first it was rumored. And then like a day later, they were like, ah, it's Grogu. And now it's like on Disney Plus and all that jazz. I thought it was just rumored that they were going to be, Studio Ghibli was going to be doing something Star Wars. And then it was confirmed they were doing something Star Wars. I didn't know Grogu, it was confirmed. No, they confirmed it was with Grogu. Oh, okay. I don't want to see that, actually. I want to see other Damn. things. I didn't mean to ruin this, this thought for you. I, I, I don't know much about Grogu. He looks adorable, so like, I'm adorable, good with it. But it's just, I don't know. He, he has a show. That's true. So, like, there, I told you this whenever I sent that to you, but you need to watch Star Wars Visions show because there is a very Studio Ghibli-esque um, couple episodes in that. Mm-hmm. And they're cool. None of them, I, none of them deal with the mainline universe like all those episodes are technically like maybe they didn't even happen in the star wars universe yeah. because they're so they don't touch on any other things but that's cool that's kind of what i want so that kind of sucks that it's grogu but at the same I time mean, <sighs> a studio ghibli movie with grogu is gonna be really cute though yeah it is gonna be cute it's like we'll, we'll enjoy it i'm excited for it i'm excited i i'm excited for more studio ghibli 
Me too. They're crazy. I I've been trucking through some of the stuff. I think all I have left is um. I, oh, howls, howls, moving castle. That's the only one you have left. No, that's the only one that I'm like very interested in. Okay. There are some other ones I haven't seen, but Same. like this is the one that I'm like I think this is like going to be the important one. That's fair. So, I have a lot I want to see. Yeah. You're behind. I'm way behind. Yeah. You still need to see Spirited Away and um basically all of them except Ponyo, Totoro and Oh yeah, and Princess Mononoke. Yeah. You need to watch that. I own that. I bought it for like 3 bucks. Watch it. Yeah, I need it's to. It's great. It looks so good. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's my second favorite. Yeah. What's your favorite, Ponyo? Ponyo. Yeah, never mind. That was answered. We have the same favorite. Many years. Yes, we have the same favorite. I always forget. It's adorable and amazing. It's the better Little Mermaid. And then the last bit of news, which we might take a minute to talk about, is Warner Brothers are dumbasses. Yeah, what they do? <laughs> Continuing to be dumbasses. I'm just going to bring up the quote because the quote was ridiculous to me. Don't mind that sound. It's the min- new mini fridge I installed for the podcast. <laughs> we need we need to stay hydrated for this. Hydrate so you don't dehydrate. Absolutely. Um, let me bring that up. God damn it! I swipe. I hate Instagram. I accidentally swiped um, right and it just went away. Mm. Okay. So the quote: Who is this? This is by uh, Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav. That's love or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had a Superman movie in 13 years, but we had him in the Zack Snyder one last year. Uh, we still, oh no, uh, we haven't had a Harry Potter movie in 15 years, except the one that came out, what, this year? The first of this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we still have the right to do Lord of the Rings movies, except for that, you know, that TV show you're currently doing. Yeah. It, like, he just, it, it, um, that's the quote. It just makes no sense. I feel I, like he was trying to build hype for it, being like, hey guys, ask for this so that we can be like, oh, we'll do it because fan service. Well, it's not even asking for it. It's more like them, they hear the things that the fans want because Superman's the only one that I'll give you. Like, we, we do want another Superman movie. It has been too long since mm-hmm. the last Superman movie. We have seen him in other things. So I'm not going to give you that, like, it's been 13 years since we, shut up. But like, yeah, we want another Superman movie. So let's do that. But with Harry Potter, I think the only ways that you're going to go with that are, I think that also just says that they're done with the Fantastic Beasts. They're, yeah. they're, they're not making another one. Those are not been doing well and all that. They're not making another one. All, but at the same time, it's either, I think the choices are either reboot, which would be stupid. <sighs> I, you could. I mean, it's no, it feels it's stupid. It's early. I'll give you that. Not even just early. It's just the movie ended like less than ten years ago. <laughs> like it, just, it hasn't just hasn't been enough time. That's what I'm saying. Like it's early, and I'll admit that's stupid. Or you could do the Cursed Child. The Cursed Child would be interesting. However, it's more of a play because like the can, book is a play. Yeah, but you can you can turn that into a yeah. It is a play. They've also, made a play. Out I don't want to give J.K. Rowling any more money. I it doesn't matter. So. They're going to. But like like we look, we've had that conversation. I know, I know, I know. But like it's I don't understand. There's really no need for more Harry Potter stuff, except I guess the cursed child, because that would be also, but with the cursed child, you'd have to get the original cast. Yes. And I don't think they all want to do it. I know Radcliffe that. definitely doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I think I that's why I think reboot is a more likely option. But reboot would be stupid. It would be kind of stupid. 
But I don't know. I can see it. I can see it happening. I can see it happening, and it'd be stupid. That's my statement. I've- and then the Lord of the the Lord of the Rings one gets me so much because it's been like, what well, is we we still have the rights to the Lord of the Rings film? It's like, yeah. Do you really want to do another Lord of the Rings film when those are absolutely beloved and considered by classics. a lot to be the best movie? They're super long. I don't think you could make another a better version than those. I don't even like those. I think I they're slow, but it's still just like, I don't think you can do that. And that's like such a, why would you touch that? Also, you kind of did. You did The Hobbit and people didn't like that. Yeah. Like it was just okay from don't what I hear. Don't this. You don't want to remake that. Warner Brothers is just looking for people to be like, yeah, do it. Be happy with the show that you, you're doing, which I know Amazon's doing it, but still like you're, you own that IP. So you're getting money from this. Mm-hmm. That's be doing, I think, successful um so like go for it just be happy with that i don't understand it just come up with new ideas anything just come up with absolutely anything new ideas would be great i I feel like i don't i don't know it's so stupid why don't they yeah i'm i'm with you i just just do anything outside of your main three things that have Uh, either done well done pretty well or failed (laughs) like just, just take a beat. Uh, Think of anything new. DC, they're also James Gunn and Peter Safran are planning an eight to ten year thing, but that which is nice feels just like Marvel. I mean, I think that's kind of what they're trying to go for. Yeah, but they've been trying to do that. We had this discussion with Black Adam. It we was did. like they tried to copy Marvel, and then they actually did something that was different from Marvel, and it seemed interesting. And then, without even giving that enough time to see if it was successful, even though it looked like it was being success successful, they just go back to the to trying to copy marvel and that's fair which yeah. i don't <sighs> i hate <laughs> i know dc's a whole mess but maybe james gunn will fix it yeah um but i do i have a new segment that i want to bring yes up. what's the new segment uh this segment i'm i'm currently calling it brad's resolve mysteries okay so now i know what we're going for okay cool so we've had some some mysteries we actually had a lot of these mysteries off uh off the show uh, but last episode, there was the big thing of Harrison Ford joined the MCU, mm-hmm. and I was baffled by it. I don't know why he joined it. Uh, there, he apparently, there was like a quote recently that came out where somebody asked him whose favorite superhero was, and his response was, I don't care. And that, that sounds exactly like Harrison <laughs> Ford. <laughs> um, but the, it just continues to baffle me. That has not been resolved. No. But um, there were some other mysteries that arose while we were off that have been resolved. The big one, I feel, being that Henry Cavill left The Witcher. That was the news, but it's been so long now, I just decided to put it in this segment. Mm -hmm. He's left The Witcher, and Liam Hemsworth is going to be replacing him on the show. Which is fine. I don't watch it, so. Sure. A lot of people, I think people are mixed on it, because they're like, Liam Hemsworth will not be as good as Henry Cavill, mm. but at the same time, they're like, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is really smart for Henry Cavill. It made no sense to me because I was like, he loves The Witcher mm-hmm. and he's leaving it for Superman, which I'm like, from what I could tell, I think he likes The Witcher more than Superman. So I'm like, why would he leave it? I'll get to that answer. But I think it's super smart because um, he in the future now now i should just get into the reason yeah so he left (laughs) 
he left The Witcher because apparently he's a big fan of The Witcher the books. Mm-hmm. And what he wants is for them to be more accurate to that, which that's not what they're trying to do. Apparently there's been a lot of conflict between him and the um, directors of the show because he keeps trying to do that. He wants um, him to talk more because apparently the books are a lot of like his thoughts and you get to really understand what um, Geralt is thinking and what mm-hmm. he, he's saying at all times but um that's not what they're doing in the show so he left and i think it's smart because at at any point if they want to reboot this do a movie of this anything like that and it is more accurate he will be back for it fans will be behind him being back for it he will get cast for it he will get a more accurate thing and it will be more successful then yeah i agree so I think this is honestly like business wise much. It's like super smart for him to leave this project now. I think the project's going to die once he leaves though. It could like nothing against Liam Hemsworth, but Henry Cavill, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess nothing against him, but yeah, I, I don't know. That's fucking crazy to me. Cause like I love Liam Hemsworth and um, hunger games. Like I love to hate him. He, you well, know, he's, was, he needs more. He does. Cause he doesn't do anything like he's in the hunger games. That's probably what he's best known for. Yeah, but he's just one of the romantic leads, and he's one that they would probably hate because he did something in that. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like he probably does need a different, like a big mainline role, main lead role, Mm -hmm. because he also applied, uh, applied. He he wanted to be Thor, but then his brother got it. (laughs) That that would suck. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. He he keeps getting hard done by it. Um, and then another, the other bit in the um, bread resolved mystery hour uh, is Seth watched the Princess Bride again, and it was pretty good, and he liked it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to talk about this one. It's not real; like it's kind of resolved because you talked to me about it. But I want to go in more depth because you're here. That's fair. I knew you would. Um, so I have hated Princess Bride for a long time because I just like it's boring. The main character sucks. So forth and so on, um, and Buttercup still sucks because she's utterly useless the entire I'll give movie. You that um, the I fact think that that's the reason that you were like that you didn't like this movie was because of Buttercup. Is like you're missing all of the points because nobody that likes the Princess Bride is going like, "Yo, Buttercup, <laughs> best like character development, best character, best action." No one's saying that. Honestly, whenever people talk about this, I don't think pe- I think people forget about Buttercup. <laughs> Which is sad because she is the princess bride. Um, it doesn't matter. I I love Wesley and I love Inigo. Inigo's it's, so good. It's Inigo. Inigo. Okay, I'm sorry. Inigo. Mm-hmm. Um, I love him. The what really got me was when they started fighting on like their first sword fight. It's I was like, great. this is fucking great. And then mm-hmm. I was I was laughing and I was like, oh, I hate that I like this. I can't believe <laughs> I've been shitting on this movie for four years. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's not that bad. And actually. it's charming. It is like all the characters except Buttercup are charming. Like Wesley is this charming person that was a farm boy and then he became becomes this swashbuckling pirate. And, you know, and he's, you know, he's got the line like, as you wish, like that's very endearing and nice. You've got Inigo with his amazing revenge uh, journey. You've got Andre the Giant, just a lovable boulder. And you've got, um, Wallace Shawn playing the um, inconceivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yep. all that's great, and then just you. You keep I, saying that. I'm not sure you actually know what it means. 
I what? That's the quote. That, oh yeah. And he goes, and uh, I thought you were just calling me out, and I was like, "Bitch, what do I not no. understand? <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times. Don't don't say it. You like this movie after one time, and you're like, I'm gonna show you how it's done. <laughs> but uh, like, it's so fun and charming and just cute. Like, I'll it's dated. It is, it is. dated. But I've told you this story. Like, I had a I had a date who had never seen it before, didn't really know what it was. I showed it to her and she started it off by, you know, poking fun at it. And that's fair. She was poking fun at like, I did the same thing with her. The, you know, the background is clearly a painted set. Like there's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, it's very clear. Like it's low budget, but then it started like that. But then by the end she was invested and she was rooting for an ego. None of the production stuff mattered. It just mattered about the story. And she was, fully invested and and it was and it was awesome yeah i <laughs> i yeah I, this is one of those moments where i'm just wrong oh um, my gosh which I, and that was my hottest take it was that was. princess bride was bad that's why it was the hottest because it was clearly wrong <laughs> i mean i don't think it's like the best thing since sliced bread but the comedy is just so good and it's funny like i i found myself laughing a lot and just the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of it all absolutely um and he goes uh or and he goes revenge story that was definitely like the best part of that i mean that movie. line i think that's maybe when i care the most about a character getting his revenge is just when he's like ask me what i want and it's like or give me, tell me you'll give me anything i want it's like i'll give you anything you want it's like i want my father back you son of a bitch dead it's just like that's such a awesome line and also what a fucking coward yeah, of and course. And chase it up, and he's just like, I'm going to just throw a knife at you. Woo. Yeah. Fucking bitch, you just can't win. And then he still was fighting him. <laughs> I know. Dude, while on his deathbed, mm-hmm. which he definitely should have died, but well, but honestly, they brought him back, the Wesley back from the dead, so like anything's possible unless. Also, Billy Crystal oh, is yeah. just thrown in there. He is. For no reason. I like him. I love Billy Crystal. He's one of my favorites. He's great. Um, Yeah, so... That was, you had texted me, you were like, I'm giving it another try. And I was like, no, I want you to have like 10 year space. Yeah, I know. I want you to just have a completely like, I don't even remember this movie that well. And then you go in and then you like, oh, I'm starting to remember some why I didn't like it. And then you get into you're like, you know what? <laughs> but it just happened. Well, we, it was, we had the snow day Saturday yeah. and Alyssa was like, you want to watch the Princess Bride? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, why not? <laughs> let's just, let, let's try it. What's the worst that I happens? I can't believe that she would even bring that up she asked me all the time yeah yeah she's always like please i want you to like it please <laughs> uh, i feel like oh so this is stockholm yeah kind of great it's kind of just like huh yeah i'll please, take that please do it and i was like fine i'll and take then that i just i bit into it okay well we've stockholm syndrome seth yeah uh with the princess bride i feel that's a complete win i agree my whole review <laughs> i love that i just seen my review and it was like you know what Your i take back sucks. all my shit talking <laughs> This movie's pretty great. Your review sucks. I did it for you. I, I was like, I was like, I want to just be able to send Brad the screenshot and be like, here you, you go. You did because the it's on Letterboxd, and it, but it says like I take back everything I said about this movie. But I'm like, people who view that don't know what you've said about this movie. I mean, yeah, but that's kind of the point. Well, the thing uh, is, Letterboxd is more just for like my friends who just so happen to I also don't... be on there, and they know how much I hate the princess or hated. The Princess Bride. So it was uh, kind of like, because Sam came to me the next day and he was like, 
I saw you watch The Princess Bride. And I was like, yeah, I didn't. It was like, it's great. I was like, it's pretty good. <laughs> he's, like, I'm gonna, he's like, now you have to buy it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm there yet, Broski, but okay. You have to buy the Criterion Collection ver- I'm actually probably going to buy it for Alyssa at some point. That's fair. Yeah. I don't have the Criterion. I just have a DVD, um, but I love it. It's great. She loves it. And it's I'm one glad of her favorites. finally are on the same page as everyone else as, in the yeah. world. Well, besides Straw Hat Goofy. Does he also not like Remember, it? Remember, he said it's bad. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> God damn. I'll, I'll tell him that. Like, That's fuck true. I, I mean, I'll, yeah, it's fine. He got to meet Ryan Coogler. I'll tell him his movie opinion about Princess Bride is wrong. That's fair. Ryan Coogler makes a lot of good movies, by the way. I went I, and looked him up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He does. <laughs> I don't think that was ever in question. No, I, just, I was like, who directed this? And I just kept looking. I was like, holy shit. I like Didn't that one. Did he direct one of the that. Creeds? I don't know. I want to say one of them. I, I don't know if it was one or two, but I want to say he did. I know Michael B. Jordan is doing the third one. He's which, directing it? Yeah. Which we talked about that uh, last time, but it looks awesome. Hmm. Fair enough. So I'm looking up Ryan Coogler's films because I want to see if he did uh, one of the Creed's. Yeah, he did the first Creed. Oh, okay. Creed's great. I need to watch them, to be honest. Wait, hold on. I need to do director stuff because it also says Space Jam, A New Legacy, and I'm like, no. Director. Directed movies. Hold That's on. not the same guy. Uh, what? Hold on. I know he didn't direct uh, Space Jam. So yeah, he directed Creed. He directed... Oh no, that's that's a, a biography. Fruitvale Station, Black Panther. It's Rob Reiner who directed uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, I. That's what I. Did you think it was Ryan Coogler? Yes, that's where I messed up. Yeah, that makes more sense. I was like, you know wait, how old that movie? Is? Yeah, I thought that. That's what I, was, I, was, I was like, wait, no, <laughs> I have my Ryan names. Right. I, no, I have my names mixed. Can I get a mock-up of the Princess Bride poster? But I just want somebody to change it to directed by Ryan Coogler. <laughs> I just had my names In mixed up. Big bold texts. I want it bigger than The Princess Bride. <laughs> it is big on the picture. I'm looking at it right now. It takes up the entire poster. <laughs> what does? The Princess Bride. Yeah. I like the whole poster. I want it bigger. I want it over them. <laughs> just the whole thing. Just <laughs> directed by Ryan Coogler. <laughs> uh, Rob That's Brenner, great. though, did direct like When Harry Met Sally, A Few Good Men. I'm sure he's done Stand some great Stand By stuff. Me, Wall Street. Yeah, Ryan Coogler hasn't directed that many things, but he's directed good things. That's fair. So, that's fine. Uh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Or, honestly, like, now. Yeah, actually. Do we want to, let's, we'll do, we'll start the spoiler-free review. Well, let's just, let's talk about just, like, what this movie was outside of the plot. Okay. Because it was, it was a dedication to it was. Uh, Chadwick Boseman and all that he gave to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, And it, it brought me to tears almost. Yeah, I know it did bring a few other people to tears. But there's, I I don't know. It's not a spoiler. There is a dedication with the Marvel mm-hmm. uh, title logo thing that it's it's a dedication to Chadwick Boseman. It's silent. It it is silent. Uh, everybody in the theater was silent during that mm-hmm. moment. It was it was very much a moment of silence kind of thing, and it was very nice. It was very respectful. Um, and it it was it was just very nice. I feel this did a lot of respect to Chadwick Boseman. Um, and that makes sense. Ryan Coogler talked to the fa- his family quite a lot during the middle, uh, during this, and got their approval on a bunch of stuff. Um, and they just—I was worried about some things in this. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll say this: if you're worried that they 
digitally reconstructed him for this movie. They did not. No, they just used old scenes. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. And, and a painting like that's it. And that is so good. I was so worried that there was going to be like it or I guess with around the death of this character uh, that they were going to digitally recreate him somehow just to get through it. And mm-hmm. maybe that would just be it. But they didn't. Thank God. I'll admit. Is it weird that we don't see him a little bit? You have. But that's where you kind of as a viewer have to go. They, they couldn't film it. Yeah. Well, and also, I think something to be said is they had to do a lot of dancing around it. Yeah. And they, even though they did some dancing, they did it really well. Yeah. I, at least I think. I, 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 once like where there were scenes where I was like, well, you should have been able to see it, maybe. They kind of like did something else that was more shocking. Mm-hmm. And we'll get a spoiler, so I don't say what it is. Um, and I think that says a lot that they could do that and it still be like, wow, that was good. Yeah. You know? I think I think that is interesting. Um, I think it's I think it's very respectful, and it's but it's also just very interesting because I think everybody kind of went into this movie going like, "What's going to happen?" Yeah, no one knew because there was there's just so much mm-hmm. that you have to be careful with. Um, and I mean, the first like what twenty minutes mm-hmm. was just straight up like his, and I mean, this is a spoiler, I guess, a little bit, well, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah. But just let's talk about let's move away from some of that stuff and let's talk about the movie i think the acting in this is phenomenal it's incredibly moving and it's also funny at points when it wants to be i think i mean the funny moments are coming mainly from the new character riri williams Mm -hmm. uh and mbaku of course because mbaku's the best i love mbaku i don't know man okoye and shuri had some good comedy moments i will sing Mbaku's praise. <laughs> I knew you'd love him. Until the end of time. Uh, like, no, I don't know. Okoye, I'm sure you do kind of have some moments. I don't remember their comedy. It doesn't really stand out. The comedy feels light in this movie. That's fair. And that is refreshing. I'm fine with comedy in the MCU, but at the same time, we just got She-Hulk. And She-Hulk was a comedy show. I think it's good, but I do. I, and around this topic of this seriousness, I am glad that the comedy was lighter. I, I like that we were able to sit with this and deal with what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked it a lot. I The action is phenomenal. Absolutely. I love I, it. Everything with Namor is great. It was terrifying. I love it. I Sometimes. Love, I love Namor in this. Namor had some really... How he, how he flew. I love how it. How he flew alone. Can we talk... Can we really like actually get into the fact... I know I've brought it up like several times. And I might even be as the annoying... The wings at his feet. I know. But I also might be an, at about the same level of annoyingness with this as I am with Black Bolt. But like, I love the fact that he's got little wings on his feet. And because why? Why should he? Like, could you imagine bringing this character into a movie like... Like you, if you they brought him into an X Men movie, he wouldn't have wings on his feet. No, he just levitate or something. Like, and it would it because they, it would be stupid for him to have little wings on his ankles. But they make it make sense. They make it to where it's like, okay, I could believe this, and they make it be a versatile part of his powers, and it works really well it looks stupid it does but, but it but, looks absolutely despite stupid how stupid it little elf ears. and despite how stupid the characteristics might another look thing they about, make it work another thing with black uh not black well, uh, black adam um he has like elf ears in the comics as well didn't give him that no they didn't points against it 
I mean, I guess. Too much of a pussy. <laughs> God damn. Or The Rock was like, I will not wear those. <laughs> Which I would believe. I would, I would believe, believe that, that he was yeah. like, no, I'm not wearing those. No, nah, that's fair. <laughs> but um, I think, no, I think it's it's really great. I think the, the action is good. The comedy sparse, but very enjoyable. Uh, acting's, did I say acting? No, yeah. I said acting. You said action. Okay. Say on acting. Uh, action and acting, they're both very good. The story is... It didn't feel like three hours, but some things did drag on a little bit. It did not feel like three hours, and there's there's definitely a part of it that is lacking. But uh, but besides that, everything else is really uh, strong. Like considering the, what the main had, Wakanda stuff is really strong. What considering what they had to cover? Yeah. It because like as I was, I was like, okay, this was definitely three hours. But like at the same time, I'm like, but I wasn't bored. I didn't feel like I was just like waiting for what's coming next. Like I think, and I know you might disagree. I think the pacing of this was a lot better than for instance, the Batman. Cause I feel like where it had, it's those... so interesting because I think your opinions on the Batman, I think I'm going to have for this movie. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, cause I, I was enthralled the whole time. Yeah. And it was kind of just like, wow. And I remember like, I checked my watch once, but it was just cause I was like, I feel like, like so, like like I like how far could we possibly be? And I was like, oh shit, we have another hour still. I was like excited. Yeah. I was like, I I want more to see what happens. Um. And so I, I didn't think it lacked out much. I definitely mm-hmm. think it felt like three hours, but didn't feel bad that it was three hours. Yeah. How but, do we feel about the CGI in this? It got fuzzy sometimes. Yeah. For me, um, I felt it was pretty good. Um, I feel like it's been getting better. I can definitely agree that it's been getting better. I think the CGI was pretty well done here. Uh, I mean, for lack of better things, the fucking whales and orcas were just, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I thought that was cool. That yeah, was cool as fuck. It felt way of water almost, like yeah. it felt Avatar-esque. They, they had a lot of fun and they got really creative with it and the CGI showed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have no real complaints about the CGI though. Awesome. Should we, I think if you haven't seen this movie, that's crazy. Go see it. Absolutely. It's um, the best one of phase four. Give it a watch. Like it's, I, I think that's a easy home run. Go watch it. Um, should we go ahead and get into spoilers? Yeah. I, yeah. Cause there's just, there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. You like can't talk about the movie a lot without just saying what was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So now we're in the spoiler segment. Yes. If you haven't seen this movie, like, you know, stop. We're, we're giving you a little go bit more time. Go fucking watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> I know sometimes it's hard to get to it, but you know, go watch it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start spoiling some stuff for it. So let's start with the dedication at the very beginning. I actually want to start with the fact of uh, this felt short. Short? <laughs> yeah. How did it feel short? It was three hours long. It did not feel like that at all. It did not feel like that at all. You gotta and elaborate. I, I think I think I know the reason for this. It's it's the American stuff. Everett Ross and what's her name? The wicked bitch from the West. Yeah. She showed up and I immediately rolled my eyes like, oh, this bitch. God damn it. Everyone in the theater was like, God damn it. Um, I have a headache every time I see her. But um, she's just in the way. Yeah. But um, they're they're pointless to this movie. (laughs) I don't think Ross was pointless. Ross wasn't pointless. Only for the sense that he gets, he directs him towards Riri. Yeah. But after that, yes. That's the only thing he does in this. And there's this whole subplot with them where we keep going back to them and he's calling them 
but at the same like he calls the queen and he tells them how the u.s is going but at the same time she just uses that for a threat that doesn't go anywhere mm -hmm. so i don't think that was useful so i think it's just they don't add anything to it i was expecting him or both of them to sh go to wakanda and help in this fight or something and then it it didn't he got arrested and then rescued but we don't see him we just see um them attack the truck and break yeah. him out we don't see him actually go anywhere so it just felt like there was more to that story so by the i had the sensation what i mean like it's short i had the sensation at the end of this movie of i went oh oh we're wrapping it up oh we're done oh okay Really? I wasn't ready for it to be over. I thought there was, I thought there were so many more unanswered things that I thought we were going to get to it. And even with like the kind of final battle, um, I'll, I'll save that for later. Yeah. yeah I just kind of, I was going to be its own thing. I kind of just, yeah, I was expecting more to happen in this with the characters that we got. And I feel like the Americans weren't useful in this. And that's fine. But at the same time, I almost feel like you could have just cut them out. Val was in this solely... Val could have just been cut out. She was in this solely to uh, promote Thunderbolts. Yeah. Val could have been cut out. I think Ross was needed, personally. <sighs> At least in the beginning. To give him um, more. Give him more to do, I, I can feel. agree to that. I liked the How meeting. How the fuck did he marry her? I don't know. That's a whole other mystery to solve. Oh, my um, God. That was the biggest shocker for this movie, yeah, I feel. Everyone was like, what? He, yeah, it was revealed that they were married, and I was like, What? Holy shit, that's the biggest reveal in Marvel. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No, I couldn't believe he married her either. Uh, I, I like the scene with all the the world powers meeting, though. I thought with that the was queen. good, but Ross isn't in that. I know, I'm saying like uh, just a... P no, that was, that was really good. That's how this opens up. Um, or no, it opens up with... The dedication. It opens up with the dedication and the death of T'Challa. Um, he dies from a sickness. We don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I and guess, they couldn't heal him because they didn't have any of the of the Black Panther flower. Yeah, I thought he already had that flower in him. He did, but it was like they needed to recreate it to heal him because it has other properties besides just powers. I guess was Look, what you're supposed to. That that is maybe the part part in the story where it's the most shaky, and that's solely because it's just it's a hard situation to kind of yeah. get around. You're having it relate to the character or to the actor and how he died in real life. You're not telling what the illness is because you're in this country that is so technical technologically advanced. They probably do have the cure for cancer in Wakanda. So it's like you can't just have that character die from it then. But you, so we don't know what the illness is yeah. that he dies from. And we don't see him because we don't have anything to show for that. And it's going to be really kind of wrong to see if you digitally recreate him. So it's a weird thing to kind of dance around. And I have no problem with that, um, with how they handled it. I think it's fine. You get character development with Shuri as she is trying to save her brother and trying to recreate, she was going to give him a flower that was like only 28% compatible yeah. or something. And it wasn't good enough. And, and it was very heartbreaking saying that. Um, also like, man, they jumped into this movie though. They did not. They were like, you came to see us. So we're just going to throw you in. Like, well, it's even nothing. just like the, the, for me, the lights went down. I think they showed the way of water trailer and then it was the movie. Yeah. 
It was the same for you too. Yeah, I was like, oh, one trailer and we're in. Okay, <laughs> I, w- yeah, I wasn't they prepared. Didn't take any time. I think it's because they knew that like it's three hours. We just got to kind of. I guess. Get from I, a to B. I, I just I was like, oh, oh, we're started. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and so, but I, I, I like the dedication. The dedication is very nice. There's this very ceremonial, uh, you know, funeral that takes place after the death of T'Challa. It's a. It looks beautiful, honestly. Yeah. Like there's all that stuff. I love that the uh, Dormelage are the one carrying the coffin, mm-hmm. and Okoye is falling apart. Absolutely. Fuck. Bro, I'm about to cry just thinking about it. Yeah. Like, and like just watching. And I, I, something I loved about like characteristic about how they did funerals that they're all in white instead of black mm-hmm. because they know that it's not the end and all of that jazz. I thought that was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I mean, they're walking and you can see them like do the dance as they do it and everything. And you're just like, oh, they're doing a dance me. out of ceremony. But at the yeah. same time, it's just those emotions where you're like, you can almost see them going like, I don't want to fucking do this. This is awful. I just because I, I, I miss him. And it's it, it I'm carrying him. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they he, they take him to the ship and he flies up mm-hmm. and it's it's very ceremonial. And then they bury him and all of that. How do you think the pilot of that feels? Horrible. I bet he's like, I hate that I have this is my job. Yeah. But I can't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it we also rough. don't know because that's technically nobody's job because yeah. it's a story. But um no, like it's it it that all is very beautiful and very nice. And then and it's nice to take a minute with that and then we're in the story. Well, then you get the moment of silence that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Which is the title screen yes, and, all and it's that. just the whole theater. Like you could hear a pin drop. Absolutely. And it was very powerful. And then I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. <laughs> um, and then we enter the actual story, which is it, enter, it opens up with the scientist going to the ship, correct? Uh, I thought it opened up at the UN or whatever. You're right. It did. So it opened up at the UN with the queen uh, coming in and yep. then being like, we're it's upset. Mostly, it's, it's, there's a woman from, that's representing France. France and, and a guy representing America. Is it America? I looked, at the, I looked at the thing. It was backwards. It like said Itatis, and then it said Un, and that was it. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I think it was United States. But it, th- I thought that too because that does say states backwards. It was like a weird thing because I was like, oh, maybe the camera flipped it. But at the same time, it was like Un, and I was like, that's not United. <laughs> maybe it was United. I don't know what that is. But it is also because uh, I saw him later talking to Ross and Val. I. And he was, Did we see him talking to yeah. him? Yeah, oh, I didn't know. He was that. the same guy. Well, it's, I know that actor. He's very. He's been in other things. He's in the Good Doctor. Oh, okay. He's good. But he, but it was the same guy. Yeah. So I Anyways, think it was America. They start attacking Wakanda, and they're like, "You guys haven't shared da da da." And they're basically just like, "And you could have so many weapons that do da da da." And then she's like, she's "Well, like, we don't care. <laughs> we don't give a fuck." And then she went, "And you guys are trying to steal it from us. Well, so why I, the fuck would we trust you?" I like how they intercut that because we go from this this UN meeting to the somebody trying to break in and steal vibranium from a, a Wakandan outreach program that the Dormelage knew about and were stationed there. And how. What a great fight sequence that was. Honestly, and I love that she's using like the new weapons mm-hmm. and Okoye is like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I, we have trained with spears for years. <laughs> well, and, and I love I that. I like that they were in that whenever they walked out, it was oh, super badass. And, yes, it was. And I was just going like, oh, you're fucked. <laughs> you're screwed, man. And then they brought, they like, they have this fight sequence. They have this inner, uh, they talk with each other during the fight. And then it well, goes. During the fight, the girl from France is like, we are worried because da da da, and she's like trying to make this big thing of like we're trying to keep peace here, and then they bring them in, and 
and then they bring the men in and it was and then and the queen just makes such a great speech and it's i i think the acting from her is the best in this i can't agree more because like you almost every scene she's in she it's a mixture of emotions but all of them have the same emotion of i'm tired i'm tired of doing this and it it pairs really well skipping around a bit but like her character does a lot of cliche things that they do with a lot of mother characters Mm -hmm. which is like they protect the children even in a case when it's like that child could actually really help in the situation and you're just being um selfish even Mm -hmm. But when you pair that with this tiredness that she has, this responsibility that she has, how much she hates it, the loss that she has felt, you it pairs really well to where even though that's a cliche, it works. And it's just like, okay, th- this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and she gives this speech where it's just like you are attacking. These men were attacking our outreach program, trying to steal from us. Uh, you may think that the king is dead and that we are weak, but we are strong. And then she, and then she even says, "If you attack us again, we will see it as an act of aggression." But yeah, absolutely, and that's fair. Going like it's war. Do you want to go to war with us? I wouldn't. No, <laughs> nah. absolutely not. Well, and it was really interesting because they did this setup of being like Wakanda could be anyone, and then immediately after we see that Wakanda might actually have someone to worry about. Yeah. Um, and that was whenever the scientists got to the ship. Um, and we see the Atlanteans come for the first time. Oh, that's right. That was terrifying. Absolutely. The song, I was like, I damn, they're really just, going for it. Well, that's siren stuff, which is cool. Yeah. But I also think it's just any ocean stuff is terrifying. Yeah. Because it's just, you're always just like, I don't know what's in here. Something could be right next to me. I couldn't see it. <laughs> and that's terrifying. That's always a terrifying thing. So yeah, there we go to this um, U.S. base thing, and we see two agents that are seem very important, but I don't. I've never seen them before, and I don't care about them. No, one of them is Lake Bell from um uh dum dum uh, uh Harley Quinn. She plays. She voices Poison Ivy. Is she? Yeah. The the girl. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Just random little tidbit. I don't care. Uh, that that no, that's great. That's fine. Um, but I just no, like they show up. They seem very important. They feel like they're going to. They just feel like pricks. Yeah. Honestly, they give off prick vibes. And I'm just like fuck you. Um, and so they're they're trying to get vibranium. They found vibranium in the water, and they're going to get it. And then the Atlanteans show up and just wreck shop kill instant like they didn't uh-huh. stand a chance and then that, the- that like bell girl like got decently far with the helicopter, helicopter. i almost thought she was gonna get away but then of course namor shows up and they don't even show you him they yeah. just they show you a shadow and then little flappies at his fucking ankles which i love <laughs> i will admit that was a good touch i love the wings uh, and he just throws them around yeah and done <laughs> i love and, and this is accurate to the character in the comics but i love the fact that he is they've said he's as strong as the hulk yeah and that's awesome he should be you see it well he's this. a mutant but we'll get to that later yes um he's always been a mutant yeah but um i think that we go back to wakanda and uh the queen is trying is taking shuri to kind of have some type of jury is buried herself yes. in her work yes yeah, sorry because of course yeah because like 
people cope in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her mom's like, you have to come. It's been a year. We mm-hmm. need to take a beat. And I want you to spend time with me. And so she takes her to this special spot where some elephants are walking through mm-hmm. some water. And it's very calm. It's like and, a beach or something. Yeah, it's very pretty and nice. Um, and then she's like, well, I'm going to burn my, my funeral clothes from his mm-hmm. funeral. Because it's done morning. Yes, <laughs> it, it ends the morning process and shows that we want to grow and grieve in a different way. And, da, 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 and all that mm-hmm. jazz. Um, he's like no she's like no fuck this he's dead i'm upset and she's like but he's not dead and she's like because shuri's having a loss of faith Mm -hmm. um throughout this whole movie um and her mom the main goal her mom wants her to do is to get it back yeah and then after she starts burning it all of a sudden the or after the queen burns hers and they talk for a second all of a sudden the elephants run Mm-hmm. And Namor comes out of the ocean or the the river, and it's terrifying. He's got such big dick energy. He does. He was like, <laughs> "I came in here. I'm the shit." And they were shocked. He rises up out of that water like crazy, and then you know, just kind of, he is trying to be peaceful. I'll give him that. He's trying to be peaceful by threatening a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. Still, but okay, absolutely. But he's trying to offer peace he's trying to get help from the wakandans and because the u.s are now invading his land and he is realizing that talukan and wakanda are the biggest uh nations in the world if they are if they do come together they will be unstoppable yeah and he's got a point but um so he makes a threat and she and the queen i like the bit where the queen's like there's no vibranium outside of wakanda and then sure just goes mom he's covered in it yeah and i was like that's pretty good well because it shows like it sure was like we have an issue we have a real enemy here Mm -hmm. well then i love whenever uh he's like so there's a scientist she made this machine yeah find her bring her to me and then we'll be at peace otherwise we have war i what what a bitch can't fucking do your own goddamn dirty work Anyways, well, I digress. Say unknown, I guess. I, I mean that's fair, but still, um, which I mean they do the whole no witness thing, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, and then, so we get that we get the machine McCoy. first. Yeah, we and, get the machine. And they didn't even know he placed it, which was terrifying to a whole new level to them and the audience. That is cool. Um, yeah, I have no idea how he did that. I'm figuring they just kind of did it, and it was like, Ooh. um, which is the other Atlanteans. Yeah. Well, they that's were, how- he was just the distraction. That's what I think. I guess. Uh, and then we come back and Okoye walks in and she's like, could these suits get any uglier? Yeah. And she's like, nah, she's it's just ve- you. <laughs> <laughs> she's very, I do like that Okoye is very big on tradition I and everything too. like it, that. She, I like Okoye a lot. I love Okoye. Um, we find out that that uh, machine is built out of custom parts, but at the same time, recycled Junkyard parts. Pieces? Yeah. yeah, like which makes sense. It speaks to Riri Williams. Yes, but um, so that's what's happening. Uh, Koye has to go and find the scientist, but uh, and but she decides that she wants Shuri to go with her, which yeah. of course, like I said earlier, the queen does not want that to happen. Not, the queen and, wants her to be safe and sound at home. And Koye is like, I assure <laughs> you, I'll keep her safe. Mm-hmm. So Mistake we, number one. <laughs> so we go to the school. Where is that? MIT. Oh, yeah, it's MIT because that's where Stark went. Yes. I forgot. So we're at MIT. She is making profit off of anything and everything. Yep. Uh, she's like trying to like some. She did homework for a guy. He didn't pay her her eight hundred dollars. So she like took his phone and uh, sent her 
what more money probably I think it's like a thousand and she, she, she's like 800 was yesterday's price fuck him he's white and rich and Amen. fun <laughs> um, and so then she uh, then Sherry's like oh I can talk to her and Akoya's like five minutes so Sherry goes into the room and mm-hmm. she's like oh my god you're the princess they Da-da-da. are dripped out like they are wearing Louis Vuitton I know. and Gucci like they I know it's MIT but like you're sticking out like a sore thumb yeah they are <laughs> like you're wearing so much expensive clothing <laughs> Well, Okoye is. Sure, he's just kind of in like a tracksuit. Why suit. is Okoye? Like, Okoye is this tradition. Because she's fucking fabulous. <laughs> that is why, Brad. I just, but I just kept going, like, you're wearing, like, you're all about tradition and everything. And I'm like, why are you wearing the biggest Louis Vuitton sunglasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even Sure, he's like, you want to go talk to her first? It was funny. I don't think it's good. And then, so Sure's in there and she's trying to convince her. And then Riri, she tries to escape to the bathroom and Okoye is in there, of course, because mm. Okoye does um, not trust anything. And then I love that she's like, you said you give me five minutes. She went, I gave you six. I, that, was, that was a good moment. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. And then they uh, basically are like, well, we got to go because you're being tracked. And mm-hmm. they take her to her garage. And then, of course, the feds show up. Yes. Um, and then, <laughs> well, first off, She's like, how long did it take you to build the machine? And she's like, two to three months. And she went, two to three months? If you're impressing Shuri, yeah. you got, you're good. Oh, you yeah. Know? She um, is a genius. Yeah, certified. Absolutely. I mean, next Tony Stark. Really, like, we never got a Shuri-Tony Stark meetup. No. And that's kind of sucks because this is what that would be. Exactly. Because it's just, it's just tech talk and science talk and, like, just like going having respect for fellow geniuses and everything like that um a lot of people want peter and uh sherry to meet because they think they'd be friends i think that'd be fun um but uh so and then they get to the garage and uh they're talking and looking at things and she's like does this car run because the feds are there and then she's like you guys take that i'll take this like just First thing, she is like, I'm going to lie and say that that car doesn't work. Because she doesn't want to fuck with it. That's fair. And, and we find out why later. Um, I was like the whole time, like, that car gets destroyed in, a, in like a second ch- chasing. But Okoye does some damage to it, too. And I'm like, bitch. I know. She just stabs it straight through with the spear. I was spear. like, that's not the leather. <laughs> it broke my heart to see that leather get ripped like that. Oh. Um, but And I love whenever she pulls a suit down and Sherry's like, Please tell me you didn't build that in two months. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> I'm gonna feel so inadequate. <laughs> but that suit, I, I think I like that Mark One suit more. I have takes on the, the second suit, but I would like to get there with the final fight. Okay, I feel like that's fair. That's fair. I like the Mach One suit. That is it was fair. I like scrappy. Bur- yep. It looked like Iron Man's first suit type Absolutely. of thing. It's very fun. I like. I love because I, I mean it makes sense. It's the fucking world that they live in. But the first Fed that shows up is just like, oh shit, she's got Iron Man suit. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, bitch, yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, and then she's flying around and everything, and they all get away, and there's a big chase scene, and then all of a sudden... There at, is a great... You're, like, skipping over. That you know, is a actually, really yeah, cool, like, chase scene. Let's fucking talk about it, because I love a good chase scene. It was fucking cool. It was awesome. The, We've got Shuri tricking Okoye by immediately getting out of that mm-hmm. car, and then uh, getting on the motorcycle with, with a lot of tech stuff, a lot of, like, trickery around... Yeah, well, Sherry sends Okoye with a remote-controlled car, essentially, mm-hmm. and then I she's l- on the motorcycle, and then Riri's in the suit, and they're all flying and doing things, and the, there's a, a satellite tracking Shuri, mm-hmm. so uh, Riri goes for it and pulls a whole Tony Stark. Absolutely, for the first movie, which I love. That's a cool callback. That was a good callback, and uh, stops it, and then faints, and then last second pulls herself up, Yeah, but be, as she pulls herself up, she gets shot with a spear. 
that has an or like a what a grappling hook? No, it's not a grappling hook. What is that called? Did a harpoon you... hook. Oh, I forgot about that. And then it pulls her down. It's brutal. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. Uh, and then they all get in a crash on this bridge. Mm-hmm. And I did like for a moment though, like when Okoye is in the car and it's the robot driving. She has a moment where it's like, "Bring me to Shuri, or I will." impale your motherboard with this spear where you like she makes a threat to it and it's and a big the, tech joke too but yeah but the uh computer also is like okay here you go <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> which I was like i like it. speaks volumes oh, about yeah. okoye um and then uh they they get in the crash at the bridge and they all stop for a second and um then uh all of a sudden the atlanteans show up and they're fighting for a second, and Akoya's taken them on. The Taliconians or yeah, something. Sorry, the Taliconians. And Akoya's taken 3v1 oh, yeah. and wins. She's doing really well. Uh, and they, But she does struggle, so not because she's not a better fighter, but because they have super strength, yeah. which I think is an important note to make, especially mm. for the end of the movie. I, um, I really did like, though, I think I like, um, that's another trope I like, whenever two warriors see each other and there's like a mutual respect and it's like, I want to fight you again. Cause I want to kick your ass. Yeah. And they, they have that throughout this movie where whenever they see each other, it's like warrior, you're mine. And it's, I like that a lot. Um, and then Okoye, Okoye loses to yes. this general with a hammerhead into, the, into yeah. the river. And then Shuri says, don't harm her. Bring me with, with her. And I want to talk to your Namor. Mm-hmm. And then they take her and then they, Kill all the police officers that are there because no witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Okoye goes back to Wakanda crying and yes. essentially and is like, I would like to go back and find her immediately, da da da. And the queen just goes, You're fucking deranked. Like or, or sorry, I, uh uh discharged. That was the first time I was like, Okay, you've crossed the step. See, I agree. <laughs> But I think the thing, I don't think we're supposed to take, oh, Okoye got discharged from that. I think we're supposed to take the queen is at her wits end. Absolutely. She's losing it. She has lost her third family member in the last like four years. I I just kept going, this woman has done so much for you. I agree. Will do so much more. She herself is beating herself up over this like she cannot believe that she failed she wants to get her back so much you do not want to discharge this one i liked mbaku later made a comment where it was like maybe i'll save the city and and get executed or something Mm -hmm. and it just like completely went it showed like he didn't like that ruling either and i was like i it's stupid and i hate it other people in the council were also like maybe this is too rational she went no and then she gave the big speech from the trailer which was beautiful again yeah like i i understand the idea of like results are what matters but it was still just like oh man okoye bad move on the queen i'll admit yeah like that's <laughs> that's not how you treat your most trusted <laughs> uh warrior that's oh gosh but um yeah so she gets uh discharged or just disranked or whatever mm-hmm, discharged um I don't think that's what it is in this. But that's, that's like that's like the military term yeah, that when is like a general is world. knocked down. So that's just the word I'm using. I don't know what their word would be, but I know that's that's just my reference to it. Okay. Um, and then you find that the queen went goes to Haiti to get mm-hmm. uh, Nakia. Nakia, who was Black Panther's love interest mm-hmm. in, but, from the first for the first movie, who left around Thanos. Yeah, because she, she couldn't dipped. deal. She couldn't deal with his death. 
Um, and then, no. and well, then she's like, I thought you would have come to the funeral, and no, that's she, not. She dipped like way before. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She dipped when Thanos happened, and then she couldn't come back whenever he died again mm-hmm. because she couldn't handle it. And the queen's like, Why didn't you come? And she's like, I couldn't do it. Duh. Um, I needed to make peace. And then she asked her because she's the only person she can trust to find Shuri. Yeah. And she, I mean, she's good at that. Yeah, she she's is. good at the infiltration. And so she agrees. They go. Mm-hmm. And then you come back to Shuri. Who is exploring these, uh, Talukan, uh, this underwater city. And it's really cool. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I'll, definitely a lot of people have been drawing comparisons between Namor and Aquaman. Yeah. You, you saw Aquaman? No. Oh, okay. But well, I know, like, the reference is obviously question. there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the idea. Namor uh, came first before Aquaman, but at the same time, it's originally, yes, he is from Atlantis. This Talukan is a uh, change, I believe, or it's maybe like a subsidy in uh, Atlantis in the comics or whatever. But um, I think that that is solely because they were like, well, Aquaman's in Atlantis. They got there first. We'll just we'll just do this. Um, and I think that works. I think the people there are interesting. We get um, we get a backstory to mm-hmm. Namor. Oh um, yeah, let's talk about the mutant aspect with that. Sure. Um, like the backstory it part. Does it matter that it much that matter he's that a much. mutant? No, because and I think that's kind of the thing because everyone's freaking out about it. They're like, oh my god, the first mutant, the first mutant. One, he's not the first mutant. Yeah, we've had a few already. But uh, but the, so basically, his his people, whenever they were on the surface, took found this herb that was vibranium infected, and yeah, it turned them into mer people essentially. Uh-huh. Um, and then his mother had him and drank some and then when she gave birth to him he had the pointy ears and the wings Mm -hmm. and he was then renounced a mutant Mm -hmm. um so he's not the traditional mutant well even then i would say that he is a mutant because he um it just it just doesn't matter that much you could sure he's an x-men type of mutant that it doesn't matter because namor and i think that's even true of this he doesn't give a shit about anything besides the his people. That's true. It's like even if he is a mutant, he doesn't like th- feel connected to the X Men at all. Mm-hmm. Like he, the X Men could come to him and be like, "You're a mutant. You're one of our my, our kind." And he's going to be like, "No, I'm not." Yeah, that's true. I'm underwater. Where are you? Yeah, where have you been? Whole... He doesn't give a shit. So it doesn't matter what you call him. He could be an inhuman for all you care. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what he can do and his, who he. Uh, aligns himself with which is his people because he is the king and I think that works really well I think this is different from the comic book version I think the comic book version is more of a dick um, but at the same that's time that's surprising because he was a big dick he wasn't like a lot of this I think it's to me very surprising that he would want to uh, team up have an alliance with Wakanda at all Yeah, I feel like his arrogance would say that he could crush Wakanda with his own foot i mean he probably could no i don't think he could but like he i think that's like the comic book version that he's so arrogant he's so he feels that he is the best and he feels that he and his people are all that matter so he is such a big dick he literally like i've told you in the comics he keeps trying to sleep with sue storm even though she's married like he clearly doesn't care about anything except what he wants 
And I don't get that sense from this one. I get the sense that he cares about his people and that is his top priority. And that is important. But the fact that he would want to align with Wakanda, the fact that he even at some points will choose, try to choose peaceful outcomes, even if it is like unfair peaceful outcomes, it is like kind of surprising to me that he would try to do that. Um, I think it is a different version. I mean, it obviously is, but I think it's like it's it's intentional, and I I like it. I said I liked him in this. Like I, I think he's great. I like his character. I think he's great. I hated him, but I like like the characterization. But the acting from him is really good. Yeah, it he is. is threatening when he needs to be. So he, we're yeah, we're we got off from the story, but Shuri is in this uh, Talukan, and she travels through it. There's, um, he gives her the story about what happened. Um, oh, that's where we left. Yes. Off. Um, so, and then his wife birthed him, and he had the wings and everything, and he was like, I'm a mutant, da-da-da. Um, and then he basically brings up how he brought his people to Sun, and how, uh, they all live there, and they're in peace and harmony, and how... He buried his mom. Yeah, and how he found that his people were now kept as slaves Mm -hmm. that were left on the surface, and how he killed them, and just was very brutal, uh, brutal. Um, and then, um... He's like, so you see why I have to go to war with the entire surface now? And she's like, <laughs> no. uh, not really, actually. <laughs> um, and then he's like, well, either you're with me or you're an enemy. So, and then she's <laughs> like, uh, and then all of a sudden he is summoned to the yes. surface. Um, and while he's being summoned, Nakia is swimming down, infiltrating, infiltrating to get Shuri and <clears throat> Riri. And the queen makes so like they a very make, empty threat. It is a very empty threat, but f- she delivers it pretty well. She does. Uh, I feel it's good. I like, I like that scene. Like he is very angry in that scene. It feels that's when it starts to feel really. Th- I mean, it's all threatening, but that's when I'm like, oh, he might do something right now. Um, he doesn't at that moment, but um, yeah, while this empty threat is being made. Nakia is infiltrating Talukan and is attacking and uh, is able to get Shirdi and Riri uh, back and, and back to safety. While doing so, killing uh, one of their people. And Shuri tries to save her. Yes. This, now, I have to say something with this. I, I finished Naruto Shippuden like minutes after before watching this okay which was not a good idea because that that show deals with a lot of like war and peace and what all that stuff means and like the cycle of violence and everything so when it was this was happening um i connected with it a lot and maybe sometimes i wanted naruto uh from this movie which wasn't uh, the idea I should have had it. that scene though I got a lot of it because it is this idea of like if he, Nakia didn't really care Nakia, it's war sort of a thing and so the, this person dying is a part of it but at the same time I was going if this woman dies that is war and that yeah. is so avoidable and you do not want well, this. Well I'm sure he even said like we can't leave her because yeah. it'll start something. Surety has the right idea in this and I like that she kind of turns on it a bit later which well, that's because Nikia's like she, it's it's a lethal wound she's dead anyways yeah but... which isn't great but is what it is at that point <laughs> i don't know i she could have saved her i mean she's got those um 
beads. Uh, beads. Like maybe that could have saved her. I don't know. Yeah, but the beads can't always save you. We really don't know it. That, That's honestly, true. it felt more like it was just going, they're not one of ours. And that is like how this war can start or how wars yeah, start in that's general. True. I that part isn't really the problem. I think it later it kind of gets into it a bit where maybe I'm like I mean and that I think that's more just a me thing. But um so yeah, they they get rescued, they go back to Wakanda, they are kind of put under witness protection. Yeah. Uh who who goes to Okoye? The doctor? Yeah. Is it um, Nakia? It's, it's Nakia. Nakia, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're sisters. No. They, keep, they call each other sisters. They're not biological uh, sisters, okay. and I don't think they're... Do you think it's like a warrior thing? I don't think they're sisters in warrior either, because they, um, she's not Dora Milaje, Nakia. Oh. Maybe someone else called her sister then. Uh, anyway, I digress. They probably Continue. just call each other sisters that's because they're from true. Wakanda, that's and that's fair. True. But, um... So yeah, Nakia goes and talks to her and they have this kind of nice conversation, but Okoya is definitely very upset that she is no longer in the Dora. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and then this is also when M'Baku is kind of watching the city and he makes that joke about if I save it, maybe I'll be executed. I I thought that was funny. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then an attack breaks out. A really rough one. Because all of a sudden water is just flowing Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh shit! It's over. Like it's all, they're already in. Yeah. Um. And then bombs, water grenades just start going off across the city. Um. And then water starts flowing and turning ships over. And Imbaku jumps in the water and saves a couple people in a little canoe. Mm-hmm. Um. Okoye is trying to save this child. Nakia's running around trying to save different people. Um. The whole thing's just and Shuri's now on a plane trying to like it's a giant yeah. battle. Everyone's doing everything they can. But the queen is left with Riri mm-hmm. in the palace, in the, the throne room. And uh, then Namor is fighting Shuri and takes her ship down. And again, the way he flies, I love that it's like steps as yes. well. Like, like they really play with it. I think a lot it. of people have said like it's very Mario. <laughs> it is, but I still liked it. Yeah. Um, I like, um, we had said it earlier, like kind of just the show that he is as strong as the Hulk, uh, M'Baku takes a punch from him and gets fucking walloped. I thought M'Baku was dead. I was like, I was Damn. like, if M'Baku dies, I walk out. <laughs> I don't know if I would have walked out, but I would have been I real would, upset. I wouldn't have actually walked out, but I would have considered it. Uh, I'm sorry, you love M'Baku. M'Baku's great. You can't kill him. Um, and so then he goes for the queen and stabs the glass. It almost breaks, but not quite. Yes. And then and it's at her face, so she would have died if that broke. And then he goes, okay, let's do this one more time. And so he basically tells her, uh, and so he basically grabs a grenade, throws it at the window, blows it up, and then water overflows, breaks the floor, which is glass for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And she tries to get Riri out of the way, but then they both fall in. Yes. And then she grabs Riri, swims her up, saves her. And then by the time they get there, she's face down in the water and Riri is on the side on her stomach or on mm-hmm. her face, on her back. Yes. And it is revealed that they could save Riri, but the queen is dead. Yes. I was shocked. I did not think they were going to give us another death in this movie. I, that was kind of a big um, theory for this was that the queen was going to die and it was just going to be, um, cause it just, it, it puts Shuri alone mm-hmm. and that's fair. It's, um, 
and that's what happens in this movie. So whenever it happened, I wasn't surprised. I was like, damn, because I really liked her. I did too. I thought she was really great. But um, yeah, I I don't know. It, it it sucked to see that. It sucked to kind of have this, have so much trauma on Shuri. And I'm sorry, my dog is trying to play bite me. And does anybody else's pit bulls like have, are they going, did they go through a biting phase? Because he's kind of going through mm-hmm. a chomping phase or something, which is very annoying. He is sprawled out. Yeah, he's real happy now. Tony <laughs> rubs are his happy place. Um, um, and so, yeah, that happens. He, Namor says like, mourn your losses, bury your dead. Yeah, weak. <laughs> and, yeah, you got a week. And uh, I don't think she mourned the, that at all. I think she just nah. went straight to business. Yeah, so, and then, so, uh, M'Baku comes to her, and mm-hmm. he's like, so your people have asked to take refuge in my in my capital. Mm-hmm. Do you want, is that okay? And she's basically like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then the council all have a meeting. I think M'Baku is a great counselor. I also think, I, I want to get to that in a second, though. Okay. I have a lot to say about M'Baku, and I want to talk about that whenever, whenever they all meet again. Okay. Um, and so... He's so they're moving there and moving people over and all that jazz. And Shuri and Riri get to fucking work. Mm-hmm. They build Riri's new Iron Man suit mm-hmm. or Iron Heart suit, and then they and then Shuri also shows Okoye the suits that she hates. That she hates, and then she, she's like, like, "How many do you have? And, Two, yeah. apparently." And then she goes and tells the other girl who was trying the new weapons out in the beginning. Yes. Um. And uh. Then uh. Shuri goes to her original lab and starts working on a new vibranium black panther flower of sorts yes um and makes one takes it and that was a big shock there were a few shockers in this yeah i'll say this is the big one she takes this new heart-shaped herb and she goes on that spirit journey that being said like shuri not believing that that's real at all uh, goes through it and I guess she expected nobody to show up but if she expected anyone to show up she thought it would be her mother and yes surprise to I think me and kind of everyone everyone uh, Killmonger shows yeah. up I didn't think he'd be in this movie I'm glad he was me too it was a good well cause think he, he was a Black Panther so it makes sense well I don't even I don't know if it even has to be that you're a Black Panther but just like you're um you're in that afterlife. I feel yeah. like the mom could have been in it, but it, no, it made sense because it just, he preyed on the anger mm-hmm. that she was feeling uh, at that time. And it's like, you're relating to me right now the most. That's why I'm here. And it was so, it was so good to see him, uh, see this Killmonger back. I think mostly because I just saw a bunch of people going like, what if we got Michael B. Jordan back to be Black Panther? And I was like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Because it completely fucks with this character. And I think this was the cementing of that, uh, that like, no, he's not going to be a Black Panther because that's not what he was about. He was, he didn't understand. And that's why I liked that a lot because it felt like it was addressing that. Yeah. It was like, you thought he was going to come back and be a good guy. No, he's worse. He's still Crap. Yeah, because he literally went, are you going to get He's shit done like me? filled with anger. Or are you going to be noble like your brother and not get shit done? And it's just like, well, A, fuck you for that <laughs> statement. And B, how are you going to prey on her even more right now? That being said, you, it's not really an insult to go, your brother was too noble. <laughs> no, but it's an insult to be like, he couldn't get shit done because of it. Because he got you fucking done, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so then Shuri wakes up. 
after she burns the place to the the, the room they are in in the dream in the ancestor world to the ground. Yes. Um, and she's like, it didn't work. And then she hits a table, and I was like, that was a real hard hit. And I and and I think they also <laughs> noticed nothing broke. Nothing broke yet. And then she gets angry and punches this like mannequin, yeah. and it goes almost through a wall. Mm-hmm. And then they're both like. I think it, it worked. <laughs> and then your or Nakia and Riri are both like it worked. Yeah. Um, and Riri's then, like, "Yo, can I get some of that?" Yeah, <laughs> I love Riri. Great character. I like her a lot. Uh, it felt a lot like America Chavez type of entrance. That's fair. Which I'm I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, I'd say not as scared, not as scared, <laughs> but the same way of like you're introducing a young Avenger who obviously is going to have a story outside of this, mm-hmm. but you're using this to kind of make that flow smoother. Yeah. She's going to be in Armor Wars next. Absolutely. Um, and then, um, she goes and picks out her suit mm-hmm. and is the new Black Panther. And then she drops in to the council meeting at Mbaku's place. Yes. And oh, I also did like, we, this was a long time before, but earlier, like, uh, there was a council meeting in Wakanda with the queen and Mbaku shows up and he's just eating it. He's just, he's just, I, he's, he's know, like a fucking on a carrot. carrot. I was like, I love this guy. I love every scene he's in. I think he's great. I, Mbaku was definitely like, a, it's such a great character. Uh, Black Panther movies don't miss. Uh, but, yeah. um, she shows up and it's the scene from the trailer. Yes. And then they, she arm wrestles Mbaku basically to prove that mm-hmm. she took the thing. She is Black Panther. She's not just wearing some fancy suit. Yeah. And he's like, we have a new protector again. The Black Panther is, about, is back. And it's really nice. And everyone's like, woo, woo, woo. And then they're all having a conversation on what to do about Namor. Mm-hmm. And Mbaku, to everyone's surprise, goes back on what he said at first and says, maybe we shouldn't kill him. And Shuri's like, I need a moment alone with this motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then he's like... It's, he'll be seen as a martyr. This is how great wars are started. This will cause more trouble than good. Da da da. And he's basically like, and your mom asked me to protect you, so this is me trying to do that, mm-hmm. which I love because I love that it's shown that like Wallace Shuri is now like growing and past the grieving and her teenage ish years. I guess would well, be the best way to put it. Who even says like you've lost too much to be called a child now where it's like, yeah, <laughs> but that's she, fair. I think there's something to say though, that she still, that people are still like look after her because she's, she doesn't get, she's, she might get it, but she doesn't, she hasn't had that life experience past it happening to her. She hasn't done the stuff yet fully. Mm-hmm. She was always the techie and the, the, the whiz and the lab. And that was great. But now she's, black panther and she might have to lead a country a queen. like there, there's a lot that's being piled onto her and she was like watch her please mm-hmm. um and I, I thought that was beautiful and i love that i love that mbaku had such a good character moment there um and then she's like well i'm fucking killing i'm so screw you <laughs> and then he's like okay and then they all decide that's what they're gonna do and then they set up a game plan to attack namor on his home front which is basically the entire ocean yes Um, and so a decent plan i was surprised how well a lot of it worked me as well i and i think that also speaks to what i was saying earlier about like um it i was surprised when it was done because once that battle ended i I thought there'd be another. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it starts with this. There's another one of those vibranium rigs. They go out. It's all bait. Um, they get out to it. And then 
uh, Namor gets told. There's a vibranium finder somewhere. Yes. <laughs> they go out to it, and then it's they get there's like a sonic thing that is attacking them from the Wakandan ship, and they it, they have to get out of the water. Mm-hmm. So they go up, and then they the uh, camouflage thing dissipates, and there's this huge ship, uh, like watership or whatever, yeah. and it's got watership. That was great. I. <laughs> It's not. It's, I've never seen a ship like that. I would call it a battleship. It's not a battleship because it, it looks weird as shit. It did look weird as shit. I'll so admit. I'm not justifying that by calling it a battleship, but it's. Um, so yeah, it's got like all the warriors on it. It's got wh- whoever is left at the door, Melage. It's got the new. Um, what are those suits called for Akoya? It's like Midnight Angel or something. Yeah, Midnight Angel. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the two Midnight Angels. We've got Ironheart. What do you think about that suit? wasn't great yeah it was power ranger-esque fuck you're right <laughs> i was like it just it didn't i i don't know i didn't like the the antenna things on her back it's supposed to make it look like a heart it, it didn't work for me <laughs> i would have rather because like she she punched out a heart it's so i would have rather like a little 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 heart thing like in the original I like the suit. logo on the chest where it's um it's like a heart rate monitor yeah i like that bit and that's what it is in the comics i think I think it's just the first suit. I agree. It was it was okay. That's even why at the end, Shuri was like, I can't let you leave with that. Because it's like, whenever she makes another one, it's either going to be that design, if it's received well, or if it's not, they're going to make it that I mean, design. we could be the outliers, but I, I it was okay. Yeah, well, it wasn't I, bad. I it just think, wasn't I didn't fantastic. think it was great. Even when I first saw it, I was like, oh. <laughs> it was okay. But yeah, I, I got Power Ranger vibes. Um, that's, that's a good uh, connection, actually. Um, <laughs> and so... She's flying and doing that. Yes. She's destructing Namor in the suit currently. That's the whole plan is she is capturing Namor in one of the Wakandan ships. They're Mm -hmm. like Quinjet type things. Um, Gets one in there. And then the goal is to uh, get Shuri in there to watch him basically dry out. Well, yeah, they've got a bunch of heat lamps. They're trying to dry him out so that he doesn't, he gets weaker Mm -hmm. and then get him to a desert. He, of course, not willing to, do that lightly uh starts destroying the ship so it crashes back into the water um there's a bit of a tussle in the ship and then it kind of clearly isn't working in that area so they get to a beach which was very close to the water yeah i was kind of surprised he didn't immediately just go for the water i think he did and then he came back to fight her and that's when he was like flying and hitting her back it and seemed forth. more like he made a conscious choice to fight first and then go to water which was fucking stupid yeah um, I would have gone for the water. Yeah, get some resources, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're fighting, um, and he he whoops her ass. If I'm being honest, at first, uh, I was and, gonna say, and it's it's rough. Yes, and but then she she takes a bunch of hits right at right before it happened. Uh, I thought doesn't I thought doesn't that suit take a lot of energy and then she can make a big explosion? And then she did it. And I was like, and then like the rock fell or whatever. And the tide of the fight kind of changed. And I was like, Oh, she ripped off one of those wings. Yeah. Which was bad. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, I, well, my, I feel like that would hurt. Really my thought bad. was like, that's a part of them. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. makes them fly. So yeah, take them fucking off. So he can't fly. Cause he's, he's so overpowered. He can fly. Absolutely, but that feels like a very sensitive part to rip off. (laughs) It is. It is. Uh, And then, so she does that, and then he impales her. Just like straight up. And 
then she won yeah he he was like i'm gonna go get some water now yeah um so he uh he impales her and she and he's like i'm gonna get some water now (laughs) so he's he's struggling to walk and she does the classic i'm gonna break it and then just pull my body through absolutely uh, well, it's, uh, you say classic, but it's like that's the best way to handle being impaled from I know, a spear. I know, but it's so bad. I hate it. I uh, hate, every time I see it, I'm like, this is disgusting in any movie. Well, um, I know how I'm going to get revenge on Seth. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make him have to do that. <laughs> just impale myself and then break it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'll, I'll live through that. Um, yeah, I, and I then, believe in you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I really it's do. It's just revenge. It's not, I'm not killing you. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> forget um i'm gonna be in a black wakandan suit um so i'll be fine um and then she pulls herself out and then she goes and does a little flip over him and then does the wakanda forever and explodes on him Mm -hmm. dries him out real nicely there and then pulls a spear at him and starts imagining his people and her people and what he went through and what Mm -hmm. she's been through and da 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 and then she sees her mom so yeah this is when this is also kind of another point when I was like, maybe finishing Naruto minutes before watching this wasn't um, the best idea because she, it to me, it felt like she was very gung-ho on, it just feel, felt like her motivations were all over the place because she was like, we can't kill this, um, this woman because that's going to start war. And I was like, that's right. But then she was like, I will kill name or no nothing is stopping me from that you will not stop me from that mbaku and i was like that's strong but okay Mm -hmm. and then it felt almost too quickly uh that she was just like no i'm not that's not the right thing to do and then it seemed very quickly that she was just like i'm not gonna kill him that's not the right thing to do i'm gonna spare his life and we're going to and we are done fighting and all that stuff and i thought Man, she that was really quick. And then I, after some time after the movie, I thought, oh yeah, you watched like, of course it was quick. You watched like 500 episodes when it's for it to take somebody to change their mind to kill someone. <laughs> like, well, that's fair. So I was just, that was kind of the thing where I was like, I think I just wanted it to be a bit more like Naruto. And it's like, it's a movie. <laughs> I think it made sense. I, I, I didn't think it was too much fast of a switch personally. I, I Yeah, that's fair. That, that's, that definitely could be a very um, personal thing for me. But um, well, I don't know. Some of the pacing for the character choices felt did feel wrong to me. Like Shuri, which part of the which which what did, I just explained? So like the, her switching sides was just it, too yeah, fast. It, it just it just felt like there was it was all over the place. It would have been better if like she kept almost getting chances to do it and then didn't do it. But he thought, but they kind of just went. I think maybe I would have just it. I I think I would have just like more focus on that idea. Hmm. It's it almost a lot of this goes back to Black Black Adam, almost like Black Adam stole a bunch of shit. But uh, it it almost felt like uh, they're trying to do that. Is it okay to kill thing? But in this instance, they could really do that and just do the um, is it right to kill someone for revenge? Mm-hmm. And I think if the focus, if they made that the focus a little bit more, that would have been nice um, just to make it you understand this a bit more. Because I think the flashbacks and for like, oh yeah, there are other people in this. It's not just a me thing. I'm sure, yeah, it does work. But yeah, it also felt a little bit too cliche for me. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, it, it's nothing against it. I don't think it's bad. I just would, I think I would have liked more focus on that. Um, but then that also kind of 
led into again when I was saying that it felt short because that's when it ends. We kind of glossed over the other fight that was happening. Um, I feel like not too much happens at that after, battleship after Shuri jumps off. Not a lot happens because at first you see some cool stuff. You see the Adore jumping off or Adora jumping off the ship and like fighting. That's off still <laughs> wrong. What is it? Dora. It's just Dora. Malaje. Dora Malaje. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Adora. Um, I loved you correcting that and still being wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the Dora uh, jumps off and is fighting sideways. I like that. As Shuri helps him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ironheart <laughs> does some cool stuff. She does a Unibeam at one yeah, point. Yeah, she does. That was cool. Um, and I think, and we get another one of those Okoye, that one dude where it's like, Warrior. I Which like great. that. Um, but not too much and she happens. Beat then. his ass. Um. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, they come back. Namor and Shuri come back, and they're like, "We are done fighting. The war is over." And it, I'm conflicted about this one. So I, I was okay with that until his one of his generals came. It was the girl general, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I can't believe you just gave up. I look forward to fighting with you." Da 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 da, and all that jazz. And I thought she was dead ass gonna kill him. Like, I was like, <laughs> are they really? Because, hey, that would have been bad if We're they did. We're not killing him. Um, I was like, are they gonna kill him? He's too important of a character. See, that's what I thought. I was like, if you just kill Namor, that's fucking useless. If you thought people were mad about killing Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was, I was like. Imagine when you kill like a very iconic character from the comics. Uh, and they didn't. He, yeah. But he basically was just like, um, Shuri had every right to kill me and she didn't. So I need to show her the same respect because she's trying to turn a new leaf. And if she's willing to do that after I just killed her mom. That's not what that was at all. What'd what, you take it as? What are, he literally said, like, the reason I did that was because at some point she is going to need help and she will come to me for help and we will have that alliance. That's what I was going towards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he cares about her turning a new leaf at all. Like, that's not I think all he cares about is this alliance. That's fair. And that's, again, what I mean when I say that I think he is different from the comics, because I don't think um, this seems like that is his top priority. And that's uh, rooted in he wants to be the number one powerhouse of the world. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. But at the same time, yeah, comic Namor, he already thinks he is, which and he's got some validity to that. But um, yeah, I think with that, that final fight, I was kind of surprised that that was the final fight mm-hmm. and it kind of um we like talked about it with we just got done with she hulk right and she hulk kind of the big message of that was we're not trying to just do a big flashy fight to end a movie and that's how it is like we're, we're trying to do more things we're trying to do different things and interesting things but i will admit watching this that threw me off because i would they were doing all the wrap-up stuff and I think the I still think the Americans helped to throw me off on that because they were doing the wrap up stuff and I just went, wait, there's like a whole nother subplot we haven't even really gotten yeah. back to. Like what what's happening with Because the, they they still think what Condon Yeah, I'm like, what's happening with Ross and what's happening with Well that's the whole thing. It's like the Americans think it's you. It's like, I don't give a fuck what the Americans think. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter what the the Americans are not irrele- are irrelevant to this. I also love that they were like, we'll just take war to wakanda and i'm like good fucking luck yeah yeah well that's how i feel it's like they they feel like babies making uh threats to people who are way more powerful mm-hmm. than them it's like okay um but like yeah i th- they're doing all these wrap-up things where 
he's saying like this final lineup when they need it. I thought he was saying that and it was going to happen in this movie. Like mm -hmm. I thought maybe the Americans were going to now attack Wakanda and have some sort of weird powerhouse where it was like, oh shit, they are actually showing up or and doing something interesting. Um, but then they didn't. And it just was the wrap up of like, okay, we're going to break Ross out. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then, but besides that, I guess it was fine. The wrap up, the wrap up itself was fine. I like the wrap up. We get Riri, she got her car back. Yeah, which was nice. And it's revealed that it's uh, from her dad. And that's very nice. Um, we get, what else did we get in the wrap? Um, we get Ross being broken free. Yeah. We get um, Nikita life, returns home yeah, to life Haiti. Life is returning back to normal. Um, well, not, Nikita is still in Haiti. Yeah, she returned to Haiti. Oh, I thought you said Wakanda. No, I'm sorry. Um, and then Okoye is back as a general. Mm -hmm. Um, you find out that the other girl who was a Midnight Angel is married to the second hand to Okoye in the uh, in the Dore Dora. Sorry. Um, oh, it's the it's a lesbian couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I think that's really the whole wrap up. To be yeah. honest, it was. Oh, and Baku, <laughs> he comes back and he's like, "I want to fight to rule." Oh, that's right. So let's have a discussion about this because I, I completely forgot about the. What was the payoff for that? I think so. I don't think Shuri wants to rule. I think she just wants to be a defender, and I think Umbaku should. And wants to rule. I completely forgot about that. Well, <sighs> Mbaku would be much... I love Shuri, but I think Mbaku should be the ruler at this, this point. This movie, I, I think my complaint of this movie is it does leave a lot of questions. It does. And, and I guess that is fair when you're dealing with this, you know, multi-movie saga thing where it's like, we're going to get back to it. But I, I've never really felt that way about a Marvel movie, or at least the questions I have, I felt confident that we were going to see them and like another property or another project or something like that but this i'm like when are we going to get back to this stuff in the next wakanda for the in the next black panther movie in a movie before that i have no idea when this stuff is supposed to be done and it felt like stuff that should have been answered in this movie um because i don't know what's going to happen with that with the mbaku stuff if he wants to rule sure i think he should i don't sure. think sure he wants to i i, I not agree. that she couldn't i think she absolutely could if she wanted to but Based off just the characterization they did in the first movie, and especially this movie, I just don't think that's the arc she wants for herself. I agree. I think that's fine. And also, we've talked about this before, I don't think they want her to be Black Panther. <laughs> I just or, or the ruler of uh, Wakanda. I know, I know that they had issues with the actress, but I, I, I find it really hard to believe that they're going to, I, I said this before, that they're going to set her up like this and then not keep her. Well, At least as Black Panther. Except that there was a post-credit scene that. Uh, well, well, okay, we can get to that. He's so young. Okay, so <laughs> post-credit scene. Time jumps happen. Post-credit scene. Um, yeah, we can get into that now. So there's there's one post-credit scene, and basically, uh, um, Shuri goes to Haiti to visit Nakia, and Nakia set up a little bonfire for her to burn her funeral clothes for her mom and brother now. Mm -hmm. um, and she starts it, and she's crying, and you see these memories of um, T'Challa, and it's very sad and emotional, and then all of a sudden, Nakia comes out, and she she's has a little, a little boy, boy with, her. with her. And the second I saw the shadow, I went, no fucking way. And he comes up, and he introduces himself, which I don't remember what his uh, Haitian name is, um, and she's like, well, it's good to meet you, da-da-da, and she's like, did my mom meet her, meet him, and she's like, absolutely, she knew, and 
it, which kind of fucked up. He didn't tell Shuri, but I digress. Um, and then he goes, can you keep a secret? And she says, yeah, she says, I'm named after my father, T'Challa. Mm-hmm. And I am Prince T'Challa of Wakanda. And Son then, of King T'Challa. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. How did so, you feel about that? I liked it. I thought it was nice. I'm, I'm glad that they're carrying on T'Challa slash Chadwick Boseman's legacy in the um, MCU in it, their own way. And I think that was done well. You look like you might disagree. <laughs> I just so. think it, I think it was bittersweet. I think uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it is. There are elements of this movie that feel, and rightly so, elements of this movie that feel like it came out of left field. I think him, the fact that having um, T'Challa have a son or a kid is um, definitely feels out of left field. I don't think it doesn't work. But I don't think that was what they originally intended for this movie or even the next. Uh, so I was just kind of, once it happened, I was like, this is sweet. But at the same time, it doesn't feel organic. Mm-hmm. It does feel very much like we're going to pay tribute. We're doing this solely because Chadwick Boseman died and I and we want to keep the name T'Challa alive in the MCU. So this is how we're doing it. Um, they absolutely could like age him up. <laughs> they could, but that'd be another time jump. And we're already Wakanda Forever is even is in twenty twenty three, so we are back. Or no, it's not in twenty twenty three. It's six years after, so it's twenty twenty six, twenty four, twenty twenty four. So we're so it's we don't a- need to be caught up with it. Is the thing? It doesn't matter what year it's set in. That's true. So like it. It, it really doesn't matter. But and I'm just joking around. Like, I don't know if they'll do that. I don't even necessarily want them to do that. I, I don't even think that's a goal that they have in mind for this character. I think they just introduced it to kind of again to be for the tribute mm-hmm. um, for T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman. Um, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, it just feels out of left field. It feels like they just slotted it in because they w- wanted to add another bit of respect to it and that's completely fine i get that um yeah I, i'd say bittersweet is the word it did explain why nikia didn't come to the funeral as well it does they didn't want him his knowing to be public because they don't want the pressure of royalty on him which i think is completely valid because shuri has been dealing with it for a year and she already hates it yeah. so I, no, I think that I think that does work. Um, I think the time, the timeline of it, it like just barely fits too. Just barely, because <laughs> it's six years. He's six, it, so she got pregnant right before Thanos. Thanos. That's why she left, and then so for the five, first, that kid did not catch a break too, because for the first five years his father was dead, and then he came back, and then he died again. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Yeah, that's fucking rough. Um, so yeah, I, not, yeah, I have no problem with it really. I just, I, it did feel out of place. I was super shocked by it. Um, but it, it's fine. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's really that's kind of all the we whole have to movie. Say on it. Um, I like this movie. I thought it was really good. I think it's the best of Phase Four so far. Um, the only one that comes close is No Way Home. I'd say No Way Home comes close. I'd say One Division comes close. I mean movie, not TV show. I'm counting TV show. I mean, okay. I I disagree. I think One Division comes close, but I don't think it beats it. I said, I said close. Okay, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I said up close. I don't know. I don't really 
think about I know. which you don't beats think about it. like I do. So, but with that being said, uh, we if you want to get in contact with us, you can reach out at back to the point twenty one at gmail dot com. We also have a Twitter account and Instagram account, which is back to the points uh, for both of those. If you want to reach out to us individually, my it, mine is bombastic brad one on instagram yours is uh plutonic dot seth like the planet because it is a planet we're keeping gus proud um but with that we will leave you guys to be continued with the cornetto trilogy and a special guest see you next time